we thank you as we come together tonight. I thank you that the word declared that we should always pray. In the book of Luke says 18.1 that men always ought to pray. And so tonight we give you praise. I thank you for your word in season, God. It will be a word that will minister to your people that will drive them back into the fullness of prayer. And Father, we give you praise and we bless you tonight. I decree no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I thank you for hiding me behind the cross and use me tonight for your people. And Father, I give you the praise and all the glory with much thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. While you're sitting, would you turn with me to the book of Timothy? First Timothy, chapter 2, verse 1. Amen? Amen. First Timothy, chapter 2, verse 1. And the word of the Lord reads, Therefore I exhort, I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Uh -huh. Amen? Amen? And so tonight, as I stand before you people of God, the Bible says that men, uh, uh, that we should pray for those in authority. Uh, and so now, as I, as I stand here, uh, my message is, is that we are called to pray. Every believer are called to pray. We are called to pray for every single thing on the earth. Amen? And so throughout the centuries, uh, there have been many great revivals, people of God, uh, and moves of God. Yet, we always see, before each great move of God, the, there were a, always a move of prayer. Before everything that happened, every great revival, it was, it was a move of prayer. People were praying for a move. The Lord will rise up such to begin to intercede and to seek after him. Right now, men and women of God are being called to begin to pray and to seek his face. There is an expectancy in the spirit. I have sensed it and you must just have sensed it. Why? Because many of the leaders of the Christian faith are sensing it and calling God's people to prayer. Uh, you might say, well, prophet, this be prayer. But you're going to pray, you're going to understand, you don't pray. you got to pray around the clock. We are in a dire situation and we are called to pray. Amen. It is a time to pray. It is time that we listen to our spirit and pray the word of God tells us uh, to pray. Uh, we are on the threshold uh, of one of the greatest revival uh, for the Acts Church to, re uh, uh, to revive. Uh, in order for the church uh, and the actions that happen uh, and take place in the book of Acts, uh, it, it comes with prayer. Uh, we got to stand up and begin to pray uh, the move of God on the earth. Uh, but people are praying differently. Uh, it is one accord uh, that brings such a movement. Uh, our Lord is coming people of God. There is no time to be sluggish in our faith. We have to, we have a job to do. In First Timothy it says, therefore I exhort first of all that supplication, prayer, intercession and giving thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all who are in authority. I don't care if you like the president. I don't care if you like the party that is in ruling position now. 
prayer. It is prayer that breaks the yoke. It is prayer that calls the enemy to back up. It is prayer that calls those who worship, who is worshiping the infidels. I get it about Shanta. It is prayer for those that is watching the infidels. Prayer that's gonna drive them back. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. We are called to pray for those in authority. We must lead a quiet, so that we will be able to lead a peaceable and a quiet life. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desire all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. Here, Apostle Paul is writing people of God to Timothy, but Paul is writing through the unction of the Holy Ghost. Paul is writing to Timothy, telling him that it's time to pray for those in leadership. When you look back and you look at the church, the church is in bondage in those days because they are willfully stepping out of the will of God. We are in bondage because we are out, most of us are out of the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here he is first said of all, let all supplication which comes from the Latin word, a verb of supplicare. And so what Paul is saying here, let all supplication and supplicare, which means to plead humbly, while supplication is often taught, hallelujah, of a religious prayer, it is a word, it is mentioned 60 times in the scriptures and so on. It says, let all supplication be made. Let your request be made. Let the things that you desire be made, hallelujah. And so for Paul is saying here, we begin to pray the will of God. It can logically be applied to any situation where a supplication is a, is when you're supplicating, when you're asking God to pray for like the testimonies you have here for your children, your grandchildren. It is a supplication that you are making to a holy God. And so it talks about prayer, which is an act of asking for a favor in worship, a solemn address to the to the supreme God and prayer is, is, is an adoration of an expression. What am I talking today? The Bible says that men always ought to pray. It is time that we bring our expression, hallelujah to God. It is time that we must be able to tell him what is it that we want him to move on. And so now people of God, we are stuck. Many of us are stuck because all we asking God to do it is pray for me for and no more why while the enemy is having a field day on the earth uh, hear me today uh, where we the Bible talks about uh, prayer is where we confess our sins uh, supplication uh, and mercy and forgiveness uh, intercession uh, is mercy we need uh, if you are a born again believer before you approach the throne room today you have to cry out mercy uh, because times are dark Intercession. When you talk about intercession, you talk about parga. 
Pardon means to make intercession, uh, originally to strike upon uh, or against, uh, or strike upon uh, or against, uh, to strike upon the enemy uh, or against the enemy. Uh, and so people of God, uh, we must learn how to pray. Uh, it is time that we learn uh, how to pray. And so now intercession uh, derived from a Latin word uh, called intercedo. It means to come between uh, which strangely has the opposed meaning uh, to obstruct. Uh, and so as we begin to intercede uh, for the leaders, we have to only must realize uh, that we have to stand between uh, the demonic forces uh, and the devil and his goose uh, and his against the church and is coming against us and is coming against the will of God for the church. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. And so now we must try to stand up and obstruct the enemy. You see, people are praying safe prayers. We are praying so safe. Oh Lord, just help me. Just save my family. Be nice to me today. I don't need no trial, but we are in a trial. We are in dangerous times. That's right. That's right. If you know we are dangerous times, uh, then we have to have uh, radical prayers. Uh, our prayers must be uh, radical. Uh, if you don't stand between uh, and obstruct the enemy doors, uh, then he would got us in lockdown. Uh, people of God, you are fearful. Uh, the church is more fearful than the people of the world. Uh, we are listening to the gossip uh, from HSN, uh, MSNBC, CNN. We trust them more and we trust the word of God. He said, I will not put none of those diseases on thee like I put on the children of Exodus. For all this reason, you will get the disease as if you are out of the will of God. Hallelujah. Glory. Yes. And he said, Timothy, Paul said to Timothy, and giving thanks to <laughs> he made to all men. Why is Apostle Paul saying that we should be praying uh, for the four things uh, and all that is in authority? Apostle Paul described here why we should begin to pray. It is the will of God. One thing, I'm going to tell you why we should post to pray for people that are in authority and people that have the rule over us. Why? Because it is the will of God. Amen. It is good in God's sight, uh, and He desires that all men uh, to be saved. Uh, that is why we should pray. Ah, uh, because it is the will of God. Uh, it is written in the Word, uh, and it is good in God's sight, uh, and He desired all men to be saved. True, uh, true church. Uh, listen to me. True church history. Uh, when war is presenting more than peace, uh, it is the church uh, who brings relief. Uh, and so we see now. Uh, Said. He said, prayer 
to roll down and great uh, and great bells uh, uh, um, rise above in the ears of God. Uh, hallelujah. And so now what he said when you pull prayers pull uh, the bells down. Uh, as you begin to pray, oh God, your ears begin to hear differently. Uh, and so some Christians scarcely start a bell uh, for their prayers so loudly, so so lackadaisically. Uh, they pray so exhaustedly uh, that God is dead. Uh, How do we know? 
One of the the theologians says, when he died, as they prepared his body for burial, they found calluses on his knees because he set apart so much time in prayer. His knees developed calluses. That's why he could write such a book like James and say the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. You see, James know what he was talking about. He know that it's prayer that brings change. It is prayer that causes history to change. It is prayer to pull down the enemy's plan. Hallelujah. That's why he said here, you see, James, uh, James take uh, his proposition uh, and then he take an illustration uh, right out of the past uh, to illustrate the proposition uh, that he was spoken. Uh, he said uh, that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man of village martyr, that is his proposition. But then, for an illustration, uh, he calls attention uh, to the prophet Elisha. If you continue to read James chapter 5, he said, Elijah was a man of prayer, such you know that to be true. Elijah was a great man of prayer. When I think of a when I think of great men of prayer, people of God, in the Bible, men who accomplished much and did great and did great things for God, this prophet comes to mind. Why? Because one, he called fire from heaven. Yes. In James 5:16. Hallelujah. He prayed fire from heaven. Hallelujah. He persevered in prayer. Hallelujah. He went to the widow widow house and he caused her oil to multiply. He raised the dead. He he caused fire down and the water caught the fire. This was Elisha. And so these things happened because he was a man of prayer. He was not just a a prophetic man. He's a man that know his God and did exploits. We have to know our God in this season uh, so that exploits will be done. Uh, you see, God is saying to me, uh, and I want to manifest the Acts Church, uh, but no one I found, no one uh, is ready to go through. And so the miracles and the acts uh, that the disciples did, uh, I want to do it on the earth, uh, but my church uh, is incognito. My church is scared. Hallelujah. Hear me, preaching, and you guys are correct. In James 5 6, what James is saying here the prayer of the righteous man or woman is effectual, earnest, having energy, fervency, and energy to release results. You see, your prayer has to have such kind of energy so that the results will be released. Amen. You see, as you begin to, to pray fervently, energy comes for the enemy knows that you are not playing games. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews 10, 19 states, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. But by a new living way, which he consecrated for us to the veil that is his flesh. Hallelujah. And having a high priest over the house of God. What did he say in Hebrews? Is that you don't have now to go to a high priest. Jesus already made the veil split. You have immediate access. So what are we doing with the access? Are we playing with it? Are we boxing around it? Are we going straight on into the throne room of grace? He has given you power to try to suffer and scorpions and over 
don't have all the power. He's giving you power and authority over the enemy. He has power, but he do not have the authority to do what you can do. Give God some praise. The Bible says here, we can boldly enter the throne of grace, the most holy place, because of the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the new way, people of God. God has given you it. And so we have to persevere. It is time that you and I persevere in prayer. It is prayer that changes the things. It is prayer that breaks the yoke. It is prayer to let, let the enemy know who you are and whom you belong to. It is prayer that calls the enemy to back up from you. Amen. See, the Lord... In prayer, we give and become, some of us become, become discouraged too often when we see that our prayers are not answering. But God do not answer our prayers the way we think. Amen. The Lord answer all prayers, people of God. What do we know? In the book of John 14 and 14 said he answered it. The book of John 16 and 23. The book of Matthew 21 and 22. We must Lord, he answers prayers in some ways. And sometimes, listen to me, and sometimes he answers directly our prayers. But sometimes he delays the answers of our prayers. Amen. Because he is sovereign. Yes. He occasionally answers our prayers differently. Amen. And he sometimes denies our prayer because uh, though the request is a good one, uh, hallelujah, it is not good in his eyes for you. Uh, and so this is where perseverance comes in. Uh, all we've got to do is just keep saying, Lord, your will be done anyhow. What is your will in this prayer? I might be praying it wrong, uh, but your will will be done because you said all
man. You see, I'm sorry, people of God. I'm preaching, I'm teaching, I'm preaching tonight because it is serious. We are in serious yes, times. Yes, yes. yes. The church is asleep. Somebody got mad with me because I said so, but we are asleep. Why are we in lockdown with the world? Because we are asleep. Yes. If we were awake, then we would never be on lockdown with the world. God would never give them permission to close the church. Oh, when look back, every time the Israel of Israel, the children of Israel was in lockdown and in slavery, it's because of sin and disobedience. We got people, we got people sitting on our benches in our pulpit uh, where they are where they are, are scavengers. Uh, what they're doing is just taking from you uh, and eating you dry. And people are still sitting there listening to the falseness. Uh, those are false uh, doctrine. It is time that we learn the 66 books and declare and stand up sometimes uh, and tell them your doctrine is false. Mm -hmm. The Lord says to them that they got to learn the lessons from this evil judge. What he was telling them here is how to pray is important. Mm -hmm. And with whom we pray, which is just as important. Amen. How to pray and with whom you pray. You just don't pick up anybody and pray with them. Right now. You have to have somebody with right you guys are praying in one accord. Amen. That you believe in, that you say amen to their prayer, and they say amen to Amen. Not nobody, you're going to be on the line uh, and with an attitude, uh, but then you have no breakthrough. Uh, you got to know who you're praying with. Uh, it is very important uh, who your partner in prayer is. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be equally yoked with those even in your household, uh, those who you marry to, uh, because you want something different. Hear me? Reach now. To pray specifically. He wants us to pray specifically. He wants us to pray in unison with one another on one accord. We have to be in unison. The reason why we are not seeing what we're supposed to see, there's no unison, no togetherness. Somebody believe this. They don't want to pray for this. They don't believe that. What is going on? So much discord yes. in our churches. Mm -hmm. In the book of Matthew 20, 29 through 34, they prayed in unison. Every major move of God, people of God in history, was preceded by a unified and focused prayer effort. Amen. Every major move of God in the Old Testament and the newer is because people were in unison and they were focused. We are not in unison. I've never seen a church what's so lazy who is so lazy. I have never seen a church who wants comfort. It is not time to creep out to be comfortable. It is time to get out out of your comfort zone. Eighty percent of the church are lazy. Hear me. Effectual prayer is a prayer that is sensitive to God. Prayer is a two-way street. When you pray, God listens, but often God talks back to you. We must learn to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as He speaks to us during prayer. Our prayer must be spirit 
filled prayers. What is spirit-filled prayers? These are prayers in the, that the spirit led. This is prayer that the spirit controlled and spirit power. And spirit power. I'm about to close. When we pray in the Holy Spirit, the spirit focus and fashion. When we pray in the Holy Spirit, the spirit is focused and is fashioned to bring your answer. Book of Jude 20 tells us, beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I just want to leave you with this because I have to close, I can't finish this. But in Isaiah 55, 11, God promised that if we, if we read the word, it will not return void. If we pray the word, uh, it will not revoid to him. Uh, hallelujah. But they will prosper in the thing uh, which he sent it to do. Yes. Ezekiel 20 and 30 said, So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land uh, that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. God has given the church the key to push until something happened. Remember, the devil is a liar. He will try to distract you and sometimes you will fall down. But just remember that in Micah 7 and 8, it says, when I fall, I shall arise. I have to stop there. There's a lot more about prayer.